Okay. So, Paka Yifkoid. I don't know if it's fun to me. But it starts like this. So we see it comes out in last, in last week's parsha and this week's parsha. So we're not discussing the Goyesha holiday. We're going to discuss the Chumash between the two parshas that we have. So by Yechi, the end of Yechi, Yosef seems to say it twice. Not seems to say it. It's listed twice. Question if he's quoting Yaakov or not. And Yosef tells him at the end here, in Pasuk of Dalad, by Yosef Yosef says his brothers, Anoichi Meis, Velikim, Paka Yivkoi. That's the first time. Velikim, Paka Yivkoi. Then the next Pasuk, literally, it's three seconds later. By Yishba Yosef is B'nai Yisrael. It's switched from Achav to B'nai Yisrael. Not for now. Lamer doesn't say Elikim, Paka Yivkoi. Paka Yivkoi, Elikim, Eschem. But we're not going into that. That's for a different class. But the idea is you see that right away he's saying Paka Yivkoi twice. Now, then it comes up. When Moshe Benu, in Paragimel, Paka Yiches, he shows up. Akash Baruch is talking to him and it says like this. Perak Tazayim. Pasuk, I'm not in Gimel, am I? Hold on. Yeah. Leich v'asavta zikna Yisrael. V'amata leim. Hashem l'kei v'seichem nirolai. Hashem came to me, l'kei avram, yitzchem v'yakot. Leimor, pokoit pokadati yitzchem. Now the Ramban, on Peragimel here, not originally, the Ramban asked the obvious question. The Ramban says, if Yosef is making the announcement, Yosef is making the, Ramban, Yosef is making the announcement, and Pakad Yifkoid, and they knew Pakad Pakadati became a, a uh, well, quote in secret to the whole world. So what's the big deal? You're going to have a thousand Mishadoyim. Get up. The Ramban's phrase, by the way, which I don't think I've seen it ever before, is Vyeshalech Elishol. Like, it's an obvious question. The obvious question has to be that, what are you talking about? What type, of, what type of secret code is this? You have a lot of people who want to be shysters. They're all going to know the code. They're all going to come forward and say it. The Ramban already asked this question right away. The Ramban gives two answers. And right away, if you look at the Rashi over there in Shemois, You'll see all the Mepharshah, not all, many of the Mepharshah Rashi start discussing it right away. They, some quote the Ramban, some just quote it on Rashi, the Be'er Betzad, a few of them they go into this. But let's go to Ramban's two answers. Ramban's answer number one is that when Yosef said this phrase, and the, it seems, I'm adding this in, because the two differences in the answer, it seems like everyone in Klai Yisrael knew this phrase. Everyone knew it. Anyone could have walked up and said, by the way, I'm the Redeemer. How do you know? I'm going to give you a secret word. Fake secret. And you oh, what are you going to do? But Hashem knew, guaranteed, no one was going to come first. So the pocket Bacadity was, or pocket Yifka, you have to know what that is, the difference in the phrase, that the fact is, no one else was going to come first. So the statement was, you think everyone's going to come? No one's going to come. The first one who shows up and says it. I, everyone knows this. I guess there's some type of uh, concept that wasn't going to go. The Maral, Gurarye, Allah Torah, on this Pasuk in Paragimel, quotes the Ramban, quotes Rashi, quotes the Ramban, it says, Kenazai. It can't design. Why? You're telling me there's no Bechir in Kaiso? You're telling me 600,000 men, it could be women in Mashiach, have no chance at, at have a Bechir to say Paka Bechari? It doesn't make any sense. He says you can't say such a thing. Can't say it. He tells the Ramban, answer number one, the Ramban says that no one's going to come forward. Can't design. Okay. So now what are you going to do now? What about the second answer to Ramban? The second answer to Ramban, which I'm saying, I think it's obvious, the first answer he's saying everyone should ask what's going to happen, no one's going to come. I think the assumption, underlying assumption is, that everyone in the world knew about it. Everyone knows no one's going to come. The second answer to Ramban, he doesn't say this openly, but I'm saying it. He's saying not everyone knew. The Ramban says, Pachabakarati was a secret. It was only given to a couple people. Yosef, Yaakov gave it to Yosef. It could be he's quoting Yaakov here. Yaakov gave it to Yosef. Yosef gave it to Levi, to Levi maybe. And then Levi gave it to Amram and a, and a pass down. And it was a secret within the few Gedolim. It wasn't a mass thing. So who's going to know about it? Who's going to show up? Who's going to be able to show up? Only someone who knew the secret. It must be a Galadar. Now, the Ramban is saying it on Amram, that he's going to know about it. Toysus and Soyt, you give him a quote to pick the Releza, that also seems to say, if you read the story, that's a secret, but doesn't say, doesn't say Amram knew about it. 
it says Sarach Matasha knew about it. This would be a certain secret society, and we believe in secret societies in Klai Yisrael, a secret society that not everyone knew about it, and you're going to come forward, and it's going to be that the one who comes forward is going to know the secret. Now, I don't want to say anyone's name out loud. I wouldn't do such a thing. Let's say you have a guy who's pick a fake name, Kevi Tagan. I don't know if you know such a thing. I made a random name. So a person like Kevi Tagan asked his kasha. He actually might have asked his kasha to me last week. He said, what do you mean? Who's the, you tell me the secret society of Ramban. Secret society is going to pass down. I think the Ramban's asking this question. That's why I'm saying it that way. And he's going to say, wait a second. So Amram is the one who knows it. Who's Amram? Galadar. Okay, that makes sense. Who's going to come forward and say, by the way, I know the secret? Moshe Rabbeinu, his own son? I mean, seriously. Is that, does that sound like the, the ultimate redemption when the person who shows up is the son of the guy who knew the secret? By the way, who do we know the secret to tell him if it's true? The client is waiting and they say, listen, this person showed up. This per- the what? Yeah, yeah. Toysus and Toysus says Sarah. The Ramban does not mention Sarah. The Ramban says it's going to pass down from Levi to Amram, uh, Kahasi, I think he says also, and then it goes to Ar- and Amram has it, and then it'll go by Shorabenu. So the, question, the Ramban doesn't openly ask this question, but I think he's asking the same question that this Kevi asked, and saying, wait a second, I understand something. How does this work? If, 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 if the, you have to walk forward. Klaisel says, hey, someone came in with a secret code. Amram, what do you think of the secret code? I'm saying, yeah, that's the secret code. Oh, by the way, who is this person? It's my son. Sounds a little like, come on. Right? I don't, I don't want to sound like that, because the one who asked me the question didn't make it sound like that. But, but the, Ramban, the Ramban answers. Now, he doesn't ask the question straight up. The Ramban says, answer number one. What do you do with pocket gift No one's showing up. Question number two, what do you do? It's a secret code. So I'll tell you what has to happen. The Ramban writes, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu raised that Moshe Rabbeinu was not raised in Amram's house. Since Moshe Rabbeinu was not raised in Amram's house, and he shows up at 80 years old, he can't, no one's going to say, wait, you heard it from your father. At what point did I hear it from my father? I was in Basfari's house for a while. I don't know, there's a few years there. And then I'm, I'm on the run, and then I came back. It's not necessarily from my father. And what do you, I bet his father's the one saying it. So it must be, like everyone knows, in, in uh, Shabbos, Nun Shabbos says that, that Amram was one of the four people in the world who never, who never did any Averis. So maybe the Olam would realize it does make somewhat sense. Moshe Rabbeinu is your son, but Lamaisa, how would he have gotten to that secret if he wasn't ever in your house? You're saying we should trust you. That's what Ramban seems to say. So the word pocket Yifkoid has a potential everyone knew about it or no one knew about it. But even so, it's, it's a very strange thing. Just to be able to walk in, we have by Yosef in the dreams, Yosef in the dreams of Parai, now what happens? Pare said, Rashi says, he went to all the, whatever the word is in English, the dream interpreters, and they all gave him answers. And he said, that ah, it didn't feel so good. Ah, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel, it doesn't, in the Baina, it doesn't go inside the Baina. So what do you do in such a case? What do you do in such a case? Oh, so we wait till Yosef said something, he said, that makes sense to me. So it's possible to say, possible to say, yeah. and if you look at, the, again, the Mepharshi Rashi, some seem to say this, that when the person was going to say, and they're going to give you, an, there is something more than just saying the words. It's not just say the words pocket yifka. There's something more to it. There's something explain something with it. Give us a, a detail to it. Oh, this give us detail to it? He'll say that it makes sense. The Balaturim, Balaturim, in last week's Pasha, says, I don't know if he's answering what I'm saying now, but it's possible, it's very easy to say, that pocket yifka was, the Ica letter was going to be the pay. He doesn't say this openly, again, I'm, 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 I'm interpreting it. Because the Medrash, there is a Medrash that says that the Geula of the five Geulas were going to be each one with a different letter. The double letters in the Aleph base, the Chof, the Lamed, the Mem, it's a fascinating measure, says that each letter represented a different Geula. And the Geula of the Mitzrayim is from the word letter Pei, from Pocket Yifkut. What does Pei, Pocket Yifkut mean? The Balatum, now I'm quoting a cryptic Balatum, cryptic Balatum that says, Pocket meant, Yosef said, I ruled in Egypt for 80 years. He, remember, he got to Pari's house, he got to Egypt at 17, and then he was there for 12 years, and he's standing in front of Pari, he said, how old are you? I'm 30 years old. 
and he dies, which we just read the Pesukim when he dies, 110. I ruled for 80 years. Pakoid. There's other letters we'll get to him soon. Pakoid, the pay means I ruled for 80 years. Moshe Rabbeinu shows up and says, Yivkoid. What, Moshe, what do you do at 80 years old? I'll tell you what I do today. Very simple. The Torah tells us when Moshe Rabbeinu showed up, he was 80 years old. So according to this, the word Pakoid Yivkoid is not just say the word, because that would be a little hard to understand that Everyone knew, no one knew. But there's more to it, it's like, like by dream interpretation. It's got to enter the bones and someone's got to say it makes sense. So maybe they knew within the system, within the secret society, they knew that Pocket Yifka does not just say the words, but it has to be something specific with a pay. We'll have to know what the other letters are in a minute. What's the letter with the pay? Oh, I'll tell you what the letter with the pay means. Pay means that he was 80 years old, for 80 years he ruled, I'm 80 years old. Okay. And maybe no one else could have thought of what to do at 80. Or they would have shown up and said, what's 80? I have 80 kids. I, like, like, by, like, what does it say by uh, Pare? You're going to have kids uh, born and kids die. So maybe someone would walk in and say, I have 80 kids. Okay, that's not going to speak to us. Someone's going to walk in and say, I own 80 homes. Okay, not gonna I'm 80 years old when I showed up. And 80 years old when Yosef ruled. Not 80 years old. He ruled for 80 years. Good enough. Possibly. So we have here, on the simplest form, the, the, we, have a, we, have a, we have a grand debate. Possibly the Ramban's taking both sides of the equation of who knew this phrase, pocket gift Was it everyone in Klaeson knew it, or no one really but secret society knew about it? And then we're adding on our own, which again, it's not our own. Palatur might be saying it, to look at the person might be saying it, that pocket gift had to say more to it. Marau, I think, says something famous, that same Gurari. He says, he says that the word pocket means to, to take away. Take away, it's like missing. Nefkat, it's taking away. He said, pocket gift means you take away the numbers of the word pocket. What is pocket? Pay, 80. Kuf, 100, 180. He adds in the vav. There's no vav in the, in, in the chumash, but that's a vowel. It's fine. Adds in the vav in the dalit, 190. That means the person would have to show up, would have to say, by the way, I'm here now 190 years early. The word pakad meant we're going to be released 190 years early. It's like a little additional thing. Don't just think the word pakad has to mean something to the people relevant standing there and has to mean to the time period. Myral asks, by the way, just in case, he says, wait a second, but pocket's missing the vav. I don't know if I like that gamachia. It's like amazing. You have a gamachia that sounds so good. And he said, but by the way, I'm missing a vav. He says it himself. Okay, that's all the introduction to what we're going to do on the pocket gift code. And now we're going to start our journey on an extremely, extremely original, wild answer that I'm proud to say Hashem gave me a gift. So now, there's a passage in the Torah. Yud Gimel Yotet. Yud Gimel Yotet in Shemois. Shemois Yud Gimel Yotet. Probably, you can't say such a thing, but it's pob- possibly to say one of the most difficult sukkim in the Torah to read. It says like this. Your base, your gimel, your Here it is. Nope, I have the wrong puppet. Okay, but it says here, I'm wrong. Your base, memal. I don't know how I got the yud. Oh, that's this much. Okay, your base, memal. It says this. Vahimi kate. It was at the end. Shloishim shana, thirty years. Vaarba meir shana, four hundred years. Vibeetzam ayyam ezeh. Yotu called to voice Hashem eretz mitzrayim. Then the Jews left mitzrayim. After how many years? Open pasuk in the Torah, not from the Gospels, chas v'shalom, from the open Torah. That says 430 years the Jews left. Very difficult pasuk. So difficult that when the, when the 72, was it 72? When the Rabbanim got together in the time of Talmud HaMelech and they had to switch certain things in the Pesukim to make politically correct statements, we'll use it that way. They, the Gemara Megillah says they added on 430 years, not from Eretz Mitzrayim, from Eretz Mitzrayim, but Kol Shara because the Jews were not in Mitzrayim for 430 years. That's undebatable. So they weren't in Mitzrayim for 430 years. So then they left after a 430-year exile of what? Of Mitzrayim exile, including other lands. But even that's not so clear. Even that's not so clear. Rashi already says, what, what do you get to 430? What's 430? 
in the original decree, in Parshas Lech Lecha, it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Avram that they'll be in jail, they'll be in exile for 400 years, not 430, 400 years. So Rashi has one, uh, each Rishon can have a long Mahalach worthy of three Shirim. And Rashi's Mahalach, just we'll go Rashi, why not? And it's an easy one. Rashi says, when, Avram, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Avram Avinu that they're going to be in exile for 400 years, it didn't start right then. No, it started from 30 years from the day he's talking to him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they say, after how old Avram was, according to Rashi, at least, according to everybody else, that Avram Avinu was, was being spoken to HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the Brisbane of Sarum, and he was giving him the future of the history of the world. And as the future of the history of the world, by the way, that it, not now, but in 30 years, what happens in 30 years, by the way? Yitzhak will be born, Yitzhak will be born, so we'll start a 400-year exile. But technically, right now, it's 430 years from today. The Esamayim is as the Pasuk said, the exact same day. So you have a Pasuk in the Torah that's, again, extremely difficult, that says there was something to do with a 430-year exile. Can't say there's nothing. Pasuk says it. And the 430 years is counting from Avram Avinu. That means there is something about 430 years. So, right, when Monty gave a little chus mashwaga zatal, he put out one of his many shram, he printed over 20 shram. He printed the Pia Medaber Agada. The Pia Medaber Agada, very interesting to Zachen. And he, has, he says it, well, Americanized it, he says like this. He says, you learn in the Agada, you study the Agada, and it says that there were five great rabbis, as well, you have a letter from the Rambam, where his son asked of his father, when you look at Hilchis Melachim, Hilchis Haggadah, the end over there in Pesachim, you have very little written on the Haggadah. But I know, I spent the whole night learning with you every time. And here you write very little. Now, if, can you imagine, what was, what was the Rambam and his son Rabbeinu Ram discussing the whole night? But more so, more so, this is what the Pima Dava talks about. The Pima Dava says, what were they discussing the whole night? You have five grand rabbis, Higiyaz Manshal Kriyashma, what were they discussing? Oh, he doesn't say. I mean, Okay, what? What? He says wildly. He said the word misaprim is numerically equal to 430. And he says it's true. And he says, therefore, what were they discussing? This puppet. That's why I say it's one of the most difficult psukim. One of the most difficult psukim in the Torah is Yud Bey's Mem Aleph that says the Jews were in Egypt for four, they were, sort of, Bayimi Kate, the end. Shleishim Shana Baba Meishana. 430 years, the end of something, is when, is when the Jews left Egypt. So they were discussing Mesapim Kalayla. Why? The word Mesapim means, we have to figure that out. And by the way, he says as well, in a different place to P.M. Adaber, again, my Shwaga put it out, so we're giving him a Zechon Ismasai, is that when it says, Shemesaper, what does the word Shemesaper mean? We, in Agada, when we were first graders, we come home, and we say that it's talking about Sipi to time, they're telling the story. He says, no, 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 no. The word lisaper means to count. Lisaper means to count. He says what they were doing was misaprim kalalayla. It's two different places. Misaprim kalalayla means that they were busy the entire night counting the 430 years. Misaprim equals 430. The word lisaper means to count. They were busy counting and figuring out the chesbonus of how the 430 years work out, how this pasuk works out. Okay. So step one we had so far. Is the, is the concept of pocket Pekadati, pocket Yivkait. Step two, we have now a Pasuk in the Torah that says 430 years, which we're agreeing is very strange. Now we have step three, the Geshmaka step. Step three says like this. We have Rav Avram Chaim Shor, 1600, the author of the Tain Kachim, on, on Kachim, or for author of the Torah's Chaim on Chulin. He says like this. He says on a different Pasuk. Another difficult now, Pasuk, word in the Torah. A very unique word in the Torah. And that's where it was before I said, 1319. Here's where it is. In the beginning of Pasuk B'Shalach, 
The Jews are leaving Egypt, and Moshe is grabbing Yosef's bones. Yosef's bones. Now, comes up again these words. Again, so you see Paka Yifka is showing up, not in a, someone saying something, but someone doing something. Now, what does it say right before that? Right before it says, Vayasev lekem et ha'om derech ha'midbar yamsof, v'chamushim olu v'nei Yisrael mertzan. The Jews came up one-fifth. Now, Rashi says this word is difficult. Oh, he has there yet one-fifth. What does the word chamushim mean? So Rashi gives two interpretations. Interpretation number one means they came armed. Armed. Weapons. I don't know what you're going to do with a person who never shot a gun in his life. Now you're going to give him a gun. Some people might name Kevi Tegan, might, might be having guns, who knows, right? And they're walking around now. What you, or, you understand what Azil says, armed with mitzvahs. Okay, that's answer number one. Answer number one. What does the word chamusha mean? Armed. What does number two mean, Rashi says? Chamusha, the famous medrash, one-fifth of the people survived Makas Choshech, and therefore leaving Mitzrayim, chamushim was only one-fifth of the people. Chamushim one-fifth, chamushim on. The Torah's Chaim says differently. Little math. Torah's Chaim says, you can't ignore the fact that there was a gzera or something very valuable and important real estate, an important thing, that there were 430 years part of the initial gzera. Of course it said to have run 400 years, but you see that when they left, it says 430 years. It's something. He said the initial gzera was going to be 430 years of hard labor. Hard labor, there's different levels. But they didn't get 430 years of hard labor. Why? As we know, when Yaakov came down to Mitzrayim, the Jews were top of the world. There's someone in the White House. son in the White House. Then Yosef was alive, got a little worse when he died at 110 years old. Then the beginning of Pasha, this week's Pasha, or next week's Pasha, Levi dies at 137, gets a little worse. Next week I give me a share on the difference between what happened when Levi died and when Yosef died, what will be the difference? My guy always tells me, RabbiHubna.com will be on there in a week or so. But what changed from Yaakov dying to Levi dying to Yosef dying to Levi dying? But there were different shlovim in the thing. It clearly wasn't that bad yet. When did it get bad? When did it get bad? When Miriam Hanavi was born. In fact, he says, the word Miriam, the name Miriam comes from the word Mara. From bitterness, the name comes from Mara. When Miriam was born, is when Mamash got bad. Amram realized this is it, a new level of negativity, of Abdus, of this, new level. Miriam was born. How much older is Miriam than Moshe Rabbeinu? Aaron is officially three years older. Miriam is six years older. So if Moshe Rabbeinu shows up, we said before, basic math, I need him to graduate high school, basic math, Moshe Rabbeinu is 80 years, 80 years old. Well, how old is Miriam? 86. 86 years old when the, the, the ghoul is about to happen, and 86 years of hard labor. 86, Torah Chaim says, is what? One-fifth of 430. So when it says the Jews left, Chamushim, and we're going we're to go to second Shanarashi one-fifth, one-fifth. But don't say one-fifth means one-fifth of the people. One-fifth means one-fifth of the years that the Jews were supposed to serve hard labor. They served 86 hard years. They did it. But the other four-fifths, they didn't. He says, it sounds fascinating. He says, you wonder how far this goes? How do we celebrate? How do we celebrate the exodus of, of, of Mitzrayim? Of Egypt. How do we celebrate Gulas Mitzrayim? On Lel Seder, Lel Seder, we all get together and we hold, we have an obligation of Dalit Kaisis. He says, what? What's Shach Kaisis? Why not Matas? Let's have four Matas. Why four Kaisis? For the Dalit Shach Gula? I'll tell you why. 
A little more math. Perez Chaim, 1600. Because the word kois, gematria, is 86. 86. She says, you hold up a kois, and you say, shkoyach, lechaim, for 86 years, that we did not serve in Egypt. That's one cup. Two cup, three cup, four cup. Four cups of 86. Four cups, specifically kois, of 86. Why 86? For the four years, for the four 86s you didn't do. But there's a fifth 86 we did serve. You know what he says? Yeah. He doesn't say it. I'm saying it. Yeah, you pour the cup. You don't drink it. Because that we serve. So the fifth cup at the Seder was for this chamushim that we already served. That means within the Seder night, which we'll see in a second, mind-blowing, within the Seder night that we celebrate four things of four that appear in the Seder, there's always a hidden fifth element there for time served. Four we didn't do. Thank Hashem. Four out of five we didn't do. Fifth we did. And by the way, and by the way, I saw also as well, we're filling up the cup with what? With wine. That's the mitzvah. That's the mitzvah. And we know that Yaakov and Yosef, last week's parasha, when they're dealing with each other, they're dealing with Yain Yashem. Yain Yashem is Gematria 430. So you're putting the 86, you're holding the 86 cup in your hand, and you're pouring in Yain Yashem, Gematria 430, and you drink four of them, because four of them, you're saying thank you to them. Fifth one, I'm not saying don't say thank you, but time served. Yes. I wasn't thinking that, but I like it. I like it. I'm going to write it down. Yes. I like that a lot. Last time here also I wrote something down. I forgot what it was. Okay. So now we have, so now we have this wild sign kachim. I was, I was adding a little bit, but that's basically the sign kachim. So we have the chamushim, yotzim time to answer the funny, the chamushim weird word, to answer the odd pasuk of 4.30, he puts them together with a beautiful thing that I got. So it comes out, this is the, we start the, the wild ride, comes out, that according to what we're saying here, this wasn't wild yet, according to what we're saying here, the, the, the concept of Lela Seder and everything we say of four, I'm saying if you want to tell a guy, you come over to a little kid in the show, and you tell the guy, what's the most important number about a Seder? And every kid's going to tell you four. No, everything's five. You think it's four. Because four is what we're thinking for, but there's really five elements there. There's going to be a hidden fifth element, the missing fifth element that's always there. So the easy one I just gave is the, is the five cups. Right? There is a fifth cup at the Seder. Eliezer gave a whole share on it, right? He wrote a whole book on it. The fifth cup of the Seder definitely exists. How many cups of the Seder? There's five cups. How many you drink? There's four cups. So there's a hidden fifth element there. Where does it come from, by the way? It's not part of the Seder, but one of the reasons is that there's five statements of Gula in Parshas Bai, of Eira, and we quote four of them. What about the fifth one? Many, many answers. But that means initially there were five statements of Gula by Akkadah's Baruch The five Lashonis of Gula, not the four Lashonis of Gula. Unless the answer. The most famous four, chill, most famous four, is the, the four questions. I don't know about you. To me, there's five questions. I, I, maybe I'm just misreading. I always have this problem. What's the first of the four questions? We're not going to test you. The first of the four questions, according to Moshe Havner, is, no? Why is this night different from all other nights? So th- th- then what? Then we have four questions. I'll give you four differences on what this night is different than all the nights. But is that really four questions? We're saying, man, now, already you look at the Rishonim, they already say, ma doesn't mean why, it means how wonderful, they already have different, but, but if you read it, Pasha Kipshutai, Pasha Kipshutai, ma nishtanalize the fifth question. No question about it. Dalek Kaisi, said it's five. The next big four, this we're going to have to, we'll come back to later how much time we have, because it's the direction, is the four, the four kids, the four children. Lemaisa, if you go through the Swaram Akadoshim, there's mo- I, I, it gets nerve-wracking because there's multiple different responses. 
but there's multiple different responses, not dealing with what I'm telling you, that show that there's a fifth element. The easiest one I'm going to say, sounds like a, a, a Chabatska thing, but it's not a Chabatska thing, because in other Svarim as well, is that when we talk about the, the, the children, there's the fifth child that's not at the table. Many Svarim bring this down. That means we're talking to the five, four children, but there's a fifth one that's not here. There's an element of the fifth that's here, but not here. And this is quoted by a lot of people. There are other approaches as well, not discussing this question of five, but discussing four. So you're going to tell me, okay, well, that sounds a little wild. Four, five is the main letter, not four is the main letter, seriously? Let's see. I came up with three-fourths. The Manashtana, which I'm telling you is five. The Kaisa, I'm telling you is five. And the four children, which might be five. That's only three things of four to say, though. How many things of five do we have by the say, though? Unbelievable. One, how many Tanoim? Sounds Derechagam. We're going to get to the big stuff. How many Tanoim are together on Kol Oisalayu, Mestafrim, Kol Oisalayu, which we said they're discussing this Pasuk? Five Tanoim. Okay. How many, we're trying to talk about it, how many different types of Mara, the Mishnah, are accepted, are allowed, are permitted to be used as Mara? Five types of Mara. You have to read the Mishnah in, in Psachim, I think it's on the test. The, the, that says five types. Why are there five types of Mara? They will quote, ready to be showing them, because there were five types of Shibudim in Mitzrayim, so we have five types of Mara. To me, you can say simple, there were five eighty-sixes. One of the big things in the, in, in the, in the I think I put the page here, one of the big things here, at the end of the of Magid, you say, How many things do you have over there? You say over there, and we say five different things we're going to say over there. What are the five? Uh, I forgot all the phrases right now. I don't have it in front of me. And it says five things. How you tell me? Hey, here it goes. It says one. Two. Three. Four. And just in case you tell me, ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, guess what? The next word is, and the big question is, why it says Shira and not Shir? That's discussed by the Vilna Gain and many other people. What's the Shira? And some of the, some of the answers are very simple. The Shira is to tell you of the hey things we just got redeemed from. It's not Shir, it's we Shir Chadash. It says Shira, Chadash. Why? It says, because the hey is another factor. As well, when you start counting, the Pasuk we say, the Yad Chazaka, one. Zoyin Atuya, two. Uvamayra Gadol, three. Uba Isis, Uvamaisen, five. It seems to be, when you start looking around by the Seder, there seems to be a lot of five things, not four things. Now, I'm going to this is where the train's taken off. If you have this idea in your head, if you have this idea in your head, that the whole Seder is, the whole Lela Seder is an open four, but a hidden five, I think that'd be, that should be something that you, that you realize before 2024. What do you mean? Come on. So what would you do? If you were the Chachamim, the secret, we began the whole thing, this whole sheer circular, we began with a secret society, maybe it's Amr, maybe it's Levi, maybe it's Sarach, secret society, and you're the secret society making up the Agada. No one knows who wrote the Agada. That's one of the great questions no one to Who put together the Agada? If you're creating a secret society, what you should do is, by the way, at least give us a hint somewhere to look for this in the entire night. So I would say, I would say, the first word of the Agada, the first word of the Agada should be a hint, something, tell us something. So now, I came up, you'll have a different answer maybe, what is the first word of the Agada? A debate. A debate. So I'm going to come up with two potential answers, you'll tell me wrong. I think both of them hint to what I'm saying. And by the way, let's go to the easy one. I don't know which one's easier. The first word in the Agada could be Halach Manya. Halach Manya, which by the way, that's the main part of the Agada. No, I'm, I'm saying, what's that? The main part of the Lelah Seder is Agada, right? How's it go? Kadesh, Borchat, 
Karpas, Yachat Magad. The fifth, the element, wrong word, the fifth something of the Haggadah is going to be Magad. First word of Magad, Halach Magad. Halach Magad, right? Now let me read to you a Noyim Elimelech. Noyim Elimelech. A new one. Here it says it. You tell me what this means. Because I don't know what this means until tonight. Beroiv HaGadot and most of the Agados, Menukedet, the, the, the vowels, Tevis, Ha, Bekamet. Halachmanya, Halachmanya. Amnam, Naimach, Bemishnas Hasidim, Uvishar HaKavonas, way above me, Shar HaKavonas, Kasu, Shenekuda, what? Betzerei, Hei. Hei, Lachmanya. I don't know the difference between Ha and Hei, this and these and those and the, and if you want to do it in English, but the Shara Kavanas are telling you that the first word of the Agoda, by the way, is hey. Hey, meaning the fifth element. I would say even more than that, that even if you want to do ha, the letter ha, hey Aleph, is one out of five. Hey, there's the fifth element to worry about. What's the other potential first word of the Agoda on Lel Afeda? The first word is when you come home, people have a custom that they begin singing. What do they sing the first thing? Kadesh. It's part of the Agoda, by the way. According to many, you have to say those words. Kadesh, Orchat, Karpas, Yachas. Right? You've got to say all those words. First word's Kadesh. Now, it sounds like this. If you want to give a secret societal hint, we're going to put the secret societal hint for the few people who are going to get involved with this. What we have is, we have two types of concepts, and 100 types of concepts of gematria from the Torah. The simple gematria is, Aleph is one, Bez is two, there must be a song. Right? That's the simple way of doing it. Right? Simple gematria. Then you have an adbash. You have all types of gematria. But if you want to have the secret gematria, I think, the secret gematria is going to tell you the letter spelled out what's not in the, in the phrase. So for example, Aleph. How do you spell an Aleph? Aleph, Lamed, Pei. Aleph, Lamed, Pei. So the, the secret gematria of Aleph is not one. Secret gematria is 110. What's the gematria, let's say, of Bayes? Spell Bayes, Bayes, Yutzoff. The open gematria is two. The hidden gematria is, is 410. This is, by the way, brought down. This is not the hidden gematria is this. First word of the Agada. If you want to say it's not Heilachmanya, this year Pesach night, don't say Heilachmanya, say Heilachmanya. If you want to start singing the song Kaddish or Chatkarpas, let's spell out the hidden letters in Kaddish. Kuf. Kuf is spelled what? Kuf. Vav Pei. Vav Pei what? 86. I recognize 86 in this conversation. 86 was year served. Okay. What about the Dalad? Kadesh. How do you spell Dalad? Most places are Dalad Lametzav. Which means what? The hidden element, 430. When you're starting the Agada, the first two letters out of your thing are 86, 430. What's a Shin? Shin Yud Nun, which is to me uh, the numeric thing. It's telling you to do it. 1 over 5. You don't count the Shin, you count the Yud Nun. Yud Nun is 1050, 1 over 5. So the open statement of Kaddish is Kaddish, pick up your cup of 86 and pour your yayin yashan of daskenim noichimenu of what? Of 430. But when you're saying the word Kaddish, understand that the, 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 the secret society is telling you, by the way, when you start on the say to recognize there's going to be a 1 to 5 ratio of what's hidden part. It's here, but it's not here. You're looking at fours and you're focusing on fours, but no, there's always a fifth hidden element. And it's without the, without the say that it's here, the fifth hidden element. The fifth hidden element. Good? I'll tell you how far it goes. The, when you want to tell people something, 
What we hold the essence of something is in the name of something. Right? That's why there's no one named Kebby in the world. But if there was, we'd figure out what Kebby means. Kobe maybe now. What, what, what do we do now, right? What's the essence of the name of the holiday? Padisarev is a famous thing. Pesach. What's the word Pesach mean? Simply explain. Pesach means A, HaKadosh Baruch who jumped over the houses. Pasach, he, he jumped over the house. Many of the Hasidic uh, Sfarim, it's based on the Zayar, all uh, the, 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 that stuff, is that the Klai Yisrael, the speech I'll come back to a different time, Klai Yisrael was in the Golas Hadibur. I think I have that. I might even have it on, on the website. I have to go check now. Rabbi officially. But I, I might have had this one. I spoke a month years ago on it. That's why I don't know if those are safe. That we have what's called Golas Hadibur. Golas Hadibur is a phrase you'll see all over the place. That means... The, Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't speak clearly, whatever that exactly means. There was a Gaul Sadiba that only was fixed when the Jews got to Sinai that began when they left Egypt. So really what they say is, the reason why on Pesach night you're supposed to talk and talk, just keep on talking, because that was the first time the Jews had the ability to talk. We opened our mouths. How do you say open the mouth? Pesach. That's not me. Pesach. Pesach means Pesach. Now when you spell Pesach, how many letters is that? When you spell Pesach, Pesach, it's four letters. When you spell Pesach, there's three letters. What are you missing? You're missing which letter? The hay. That fifth element is, seems to be there in the holiday, but hidden away again. Pesach means Pesach, hidden element five. Pesach, full circle now. Full circle now. Moshe Benu is talking to Karsh Baruch What's going to be? Are the Jews going to listen? Moshe Benu said, possibly Lashon Hara. He said, the Jews are not going to listen to me. Why won't they listen to me? Because Ruach simply means hard labor. Many commentators, obvious question. Ruach means hard labor. Wouldn't you rather listen to the guy in hard labor? The guy in jail wants hope. He wants the guy coming, by the way, you're out of here, and a year from now, we're done. Mikaitzer Ruach means they weren't listening because of Kaitzer Ruach. Maybe they should have listened. So many quotes, many quotes, obviously, since we're doing a numbers game tonight, you didn't smirk yet. What's the gematch of Mikaitzer? Mem is 40. Cost 100. 100 plus 40, 140. Tzaddik is 90. 230. Resh, another 200 is 430. So not me. Many people say that when Moshe Rabbeinu told the Kharsh Baruch Hu and the Yidin were held in the same way, I'm coming to redeem you. I'm your savior. They said, we're not going to listen to you. Mikaitzer, Ruach, man. We know the original decree was 430 years. We didn't hit 430 years yet. What are you talking about, 430 years? We only did 210-ish, and we really only did 86. 86 hard labor years. So they were telling Moshe, we can't listen to you. Chemist, you, whatever you are, you're nice, but it's no good. And by the way, the last guys who left early 30, 30 years ago, Panea Prime, didn't end well. This is not the plan. Thanks, but no thanks. Moshe Ben is a What am I going to do now? Am I going to be able to leave early? Am I going to be able to get them out early? They're not going to listen to me. What does that Karshbach have to say? HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him to say, give a smile, Paka Yivkaid. Paka Yivkaid, what? what? What does Paka Yivkaid mean? Let's go through the letters. Pay, we said, was the essence of what it is. I'm give an answer in three seconds now. Pay Aleph, let's say, the famous Joker Riki Vega. The Rebbe Yachid was going through the, the, the Aleph. Aleph is Aleph, Lam, and Pay. Pay is a Bey, I mean, he got to Pay, I don't believe the story anyway, but as they say, they say, really, oh, good macha, the same story, but it's all not nonsense. Pay Aleph is pay. And the little kid next to him said, What do you mean? Why you have an Aleph to say pay? So he laughed. He said, What are you laughing at? He goes, First of all, it's a klutz kasha. And you should ask the kasha by hey. 
Okay. Hey, Aleph is hey. You should have asked it five minutes ago. But pay Aleph, we know Aleph means to understand. Bina, badaf. Understand. Aleph means that. So when it says the word pakoid, let's pay, let's throw the hidden. Moshe says, I could say pakoid, yifkoid. Anyone can say pakoid, yifkoid. No, I got to get something that's going to make, speak to you, that's going to make sense to you, It's going to tell you the secret of all. So I'm going to tell you what pakoid is. The secret of pakoid, yifkoid is the letters that aren't spelled out. So pay means Aleph. Pakoid, yifkoid. Means understand what I'm about to tell you. The secret of getting out of here. What are the next two letters? Kuf. What's the silent letters of Kuf? 86. Dalid. Same, same word as Kaddish, probably. Dalid, Lamata. So Moshe Rabbeinu came to him and said, Pakad Yifka, you know what that is? You're, screaming, you're telling me, Mikoyse Ruach, you can't get out. 430 years, Mikoyse Ruach, we're not there yet. Yeah, but you don't remember what Yosef told us? That's the Kainu Noichimenu. Pakad Yifka, man, understand, there's a concept of Pakad will be redeemed after 86 hard years out of 430. And that's what he told them. That, and that resonated with them. He said, oh, that means, that's not so bad. I don't, I don't, I'm sure you said I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I don't know what you said. Your math is faster than my math. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure what you're saying. Kuf is 100. Oh, the, the, the private number is, is 86. And, and dollar is, is, is uh, oh. I mean, you, it's the same, we're doing the same thing in a different direction. Correct. Correct. Right, right, right. We, say, we, we happen to be saying the same thing. We're just coming in different directions. Yes, that's what it is. I'm saying one way you're saying the other. We're saying the same thing. Correct. So if you like it, you always, it's fine. So the po- no, it's no, you're saying the same thing. The pocket gift card was that we're done. We have, a, we have a way out. There is a mechanism, there's a key in the lock right now that we can turn it and get out of here. You're right, ideally it's 4.30. But there is a way out. 86, we did it already. We can get out of here and pocket Yifkut. So, we started out again with the, with the, with the question of how does pocket Yifkut have done to do anything? Does everyone know about it? No one know about it? Is it like a dream interpretation? It could be that they knew something. But they had to know more to it of what it's going to mean. You could say... Also, that the pocket you've commented, I'm, I'm, 80, I'm 80 years old, the pay will be get you out of 86 out of 430. You can start playing with all these games. And Aleph could also be, uh, okay, not for now. The point, point is, excuse me, point is that from now on, when someone tells you the whole saved is around four, you tell them it's around the fifth hidden element, missing element, I forgot what you wrote down, the missing element of the fifth that's prominent once you open your eyes. And we know maybe this time we should have a real gula, but hopefully if we don't, we'll say, Hey, Lachma Anya. Oh, that means that means that would mean that that. Yeah, like it, I like it. Yeah, it could be. That, the only thing that would be that they knew at the same time, which is not a problem. They knew at the same time of the pocket you could also. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Excellent, Shkoyach. Forty minutes. It's wild. I have to be honest. I'm not sure with Emmis, but it's wild. <laughs> All right, Shem Dave, we're still on camera here. You got to cut that out. I have to turn this off.